Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Colossians. Today is episode 600. Looking at Colossians chapter 3, verses 20 and 21. Let's read our passage. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not exasperate your children so that they won't become discouraged. This is Paul's letter to the church in Colossae. He's dealing with a problem there where the church is being led astray. Instead of just looking to Christ for spirituality, they're looking other places. They're trying to follow Jewish customs and laws, and they're looking for self-denial, asceticism to be more spiritual. And they're trying to find information from spiritual beings, angels, in how to be more spiritual. Paul's message to them is, no, look to Christ and Christ alone. Chapter 2, he criticized their thinking. Chapter 3, he's laying out the solution, what they should do instead, is they should focus their hearts and their minds on the things above. And he talked about their relationships within the church, and then he began to talk about family relationships. So last time, verses 18 and 19, we looked at the husband and wife relationship. This time, we're looking at children and parents. The next time, we'll look at masters and slaves. So Colossians 3.18 to 4.1 is the segment that talks about family, and it moves from marriage to family to extended family. The parallel passage is in Ephesians 5.22 to 6.9, and it follows the same pattern, husband and wife, parents and children, masters and slaves. So in verse 20, he says, children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. It's a simple one-sentence segment here, and it's fairly straightforward. Children, obey your parents in everything. This is different than the, the command for the wife. The wife was told to submit to her husband. In this section, the children are told to obey the parents in everything. So it's not a voluntary, now they're told to voluntarily do it. It's not something they have to do voluntarily, it's something they have to do. They have to obey their parents. And they have to obey their parents in everything. And Paul adds, for this pleases the Lord. I say this is the way God designed things. Now the parallel section in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 3, Paul says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, because this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first command with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may have a long life in the land. So here in Colossians, he says, obey your parents in everything. In Ephesians, he says, obey your parents in the Lord. And we got to be careful. We don't try to make that mean something that it doesn't. In the Lord means that's the way God design things. And as a follower of Christ, you are in the Lord. In Ephesians, he said, because this is right. In Colossians, he said, this pleases the Lord. Then he goes on to quote the Ten Commandments in Ephesians. Honor your father and mother, which is the first command with a promise. Now, in the Ten Commandments, there is this promise added to the command to honor your father and mother that it may go well for you and you may live a long life in the land. That's the promise. Now, he quotes kind of a combination of the 
Ten Commandments is given in Exodus, but also is quoted in Deuteronomy. So he uses kind of a, a combination of the two. But the, the point there is, this is a command from God to honor your mother and father. Obey your parents in everything. And that's pretty straightforward. Children, obey your parents. That's the way God designed family relationships. Now, verse 21, he says, Fathers, do not exasperate your children so that they won't become discouraged. Now, he specifically says fathers. And this isn't to say mothers don't have a responsibility, because they do. The mothers do have an incredible responsibility. But the point being, fathers have a responsibility. It's not something that just mothers have to raise the kids. Fathers are ultimately responsible for the raising of the children. As the head of the family, he's the one who has ultimate responsibility. Even though the immediate responsibility may be the mother, the father has ultimate responsibility. So you can't just outsource it and not worry about it. Fathers, you are responsible as assigned by God. As this, do not exasperate your children. That can be translated as provoke your children or embitter your children. The only other place this word appears in the New Testament is in 2 Corinthians 9.2, where Paul's talking about boasting to the Macedonians and says, your zeal has stirred up most of them. So stirred up is the word that's translated as exasperate here. And there the connotation is irritated. So irritated would be a, a, another possible understanding of exasperate your children. So don't provoke them. Don't embitter them. Don't irritate them so that they won't become discouraged. Notice the reason there. So they won't become discouraged. Now, this is a, a negative aspect of parenting, embittering your children where it's more of a positive aspect in the section in Ephesians. Look back at Ephesians chapter 6 again. Verse 4, he says, Fathers, don't stir up anger in your children, but bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. So here, don't exasperate your children. Ephesians, don't stir up anger in your children. That's pretty close to each other. But here he says, so they won't become discouraged. In Ephesians, he says specifically what to do. Bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. So there he's have the positive aspect of things. Not just don't embitter them, don't get them angry, but bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Parents, you have the primary responsibility of the spiritual teaching of your children. It cannot be outsourced. Your church can assist, and your church can do some incredible assisting in the spiritual development of your children. But the church cannot take it on for you. You can't outsource it. You are the primary spiritual teachers of your children. Too often, I think, we we take the position that we send our kids to school to learn things, and we take them to church so the church can teach them about God, teach them about Christianity. Well, that's true, but not as a replacement for parental teaching. Who's the primary teacher of your children about manners? You are. 
they can learn something about manners at school, but you're the one that teaches them manners that you consider important. This is how you treat people. That comes directly from you. And so the primary teaching and how to follow the Lord comes from you. You can't outsource it. Like I said, the church can be an incredible assistant, but you are the primary responsible ones in the spiritual training of your children. And it has an effect. Whereas the, the command to the parents is don't embitter your children so they become discouraged, so they don't stir up anger in them, but instead bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. That's the antidote to embittering them. So how do you train your children? Well, you let them see you growing in your relationship with the Lord. That's the biggest way to show them how to grow in the Lord. And then include them in it. Don't just tell them to read their Bible. Read your Bible and read your Bible with them. Read your Bible to them. Pray with them. Show them how to follow the Lord by you following the Lord. Now, the focus here is on children. Children obey, because that's hard. And so it's understood here that it would be children in the church in Colossae hearing this, and they're being told, obey your parents in everything. But then it's added on to the parents, primarily to the fathers, and make sure you're not leading your children in such a way that you're discouraging them, that you're making them bitter about life. And the Ephesians passage, instead, teach them to love the Lord. And that's best going to be done by them seeing you love the Lord. Next time, we'll finish up this section on families by moving on to extended families as he talks about masters and slaves. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Colossians.